Welcome to the Parent Ed Podcast by Focus on the Family Singapore. Family life can be crazy and chaotic, so join us as we figure it out together. Hello and welcome to the Parent Ed Podcast. My name is Aaron and I'm your host for this episode. In each episode of the Parent Ed Podcast, we'll be tackling questions that parents are asking about family life, parenting, marriage, work life and much, much more. We'll be speaking with everyday parents and practitioners as they share with us their experience and practical ideas. We hope that you'll keep tuning in to learn with us and to grow personally in your journey as parents. In a recent marriage and parenthood survey, nearly all married Singaporean respondents said that fathers and mothers are equally important as caregivers for children. Men are playing a more involved role as fathers, reflecting a shift in perceived gender roles from their parents' generation. How can this generation of dads step up to be more involved if they're not seen engaged fatherhood being modelled by their fathers? And do some dads have a natural father's instinct? Today, we are here to learn about how dads can grow in confidence in their role as a father. Joining me for today's podcast is Gerald Hong, a dad of two, to share about his fatherhood experience. Welcome to the Parent Ed Podcast, Gerald, and thanks for joining us today. Hi, thanks so much, Aaron. It's such a pleasure to be here. Would you like to start by introducing yourself to our listeners for us to get to know you and your family? So I've been married to Rachel for six years. As Aaron has mentioned, I have two kids. So I have a son. His name is Zachariah. He's turning four this Saturday. And I have a daughter. Her name is Esther, turning one next week. So a bit more about myself. I used to be a civil servant. I was a civil servant for about eight years. And I left the service in June this year have been taking a long break to the end of this year before embarking on uh, training to become a counsellor next year onwards. So Gerald, you know, most of us didn't have fathers who were actively involved as today's dads, like yourself. Caregiving was mostly left to the mothers and they took on most of the parenting roles. Except when it probably when it comes to disciplinary matters, sometimes they refer to the dad, right? But growing up, do you imagine yourself being a father of not just one, but now two children? Yeah, so Aaron, I agree with you on the part about the background. Um, I came from a very sort of traditional Asian family. So you will see, just as you mentioned, uh, my dad, he played the provider role. He wasn't actively involved in taking care of my brother and I. I have an older brother. It was mostly my mom taking care of us. She raised us at home. My father would be home on the weekends, or sometimes not even on the weekend because he was so busy. The interactions with him were much less. Yeah, so I totally get where you're coming from. But for myself, what I want to share is that it is not so much the lack of fatherhood role models that I had in childhood. My own challenge becoming a father was that when I was growing up, I never thought of myself as kid-friendly. So when I was growing up all the way to um, my late teens, right, I didn't really enjoy being around kids. I also didn't have a lot of chances to take care of younger children. So I was the youngest in the family. I didn't have younger siblings, for example. I also didn't take care of younger cousins. Uh, I wasn't involved in places like Sunday school, you know, where you take care of children. Growing up, I had this mentality that children are very rascal, can be so mischievous and naughty, and I didn't enjoy the idea. And it was still, right, uh, as time went on, you know, you get all these uh, narratives. People say very often, raising children requires a lot of sacrifice. So that ingrained in my head. Yeah, so uh, that was my unique challenge, you know, stepping into fatherhood. My turning point came when uh, it was a very random encounter. Uh, one day, I was clearing the trash outside of my house. I stepped out, cleared the trash and I came back. Then I noticed one of my neighbor's children was like peeking out of the door. 
I never thought of myself as a kid-friendly person, right? So I just like, oh, okay, I just waved and then went back to the house. And suddenly, this little boy, he was like only maybe one year or so. He just gave me the sweetest smile and my heart melted. That was the start of my journey interacting with children. I think that experience was so ingrained in my mind. The joy, the sweetness, the purity that uh, children can bring to our lives. I experienced that for the first time. And it opened my mind to more interactions, the possibility of building relationships with children. So eventually I met Rachel and I journeyed with her to the point where we got married, right? The other experience that I had was when we attended a marriage preparation. And the marriage preparation course we attended was very unique. Because there was a compulsory bit where couples were preparing for marriage, they had to attend Sunday school with the toddlers. I was still in that mindset, you know, of, oh, I think I'm not very good with kids and all, and all that. Lah. So I went for the first session. To my surprise, the kids were all over me. I don't know why. And I realized from that day onwards that interacting with children is not that unnatural. It's not that challenging for people. Having interaction with children is just like having a relationship with people. If you reach out to them, you connect to them as you would with others, right? They will also reach out to you. So they are just like your fellow human beings. You give them the attention that they need. You take an interest in them and they will take an interest in you. And of course, you just need to pitch yourself at the right level. With children, you're usually more playful, right? You're a little more lighthearted. And that's actually what I did unconsciously with the Sunday school children, with this play group. And the kids took to it. It was so, it got to the point, one day the Sunday school teacher actually came up to me and asked, do you want to teach this lesson? And I politely de declined the offer because I felt that was a bit challenging. But it changed my mindset. It prepared me a lot more. Yeah, we can tell that you know, they're very intentional on their part to get the people attending the marriage preparation course to to be part of a volunteer group right, to engage with young children. But let's say, you know, if you have friends, especially getting married, you know, the husbands, what will you tell them, especially if they are not keen to have children? What will you say to them? How will you encourage them to have an open mind on this? So I started off with that story because I am a very extreme example. I never thought of myself as child-friendly and then slowly my mindset, my perspectives on children and fatherhood slowly changed. And today I'm at a point where I think I'm capable, I'm competent enough to raise my kids. I use this as an example because, um, I mean, I don't want to immediately say that because I could do it, you can also. Mm. But I hope that my unique example, my unique challenges and context encourages fellow potential fathers out there. Really, at the end of the day, it's about building a relationship with children, building a relationship with your children taking an interest in them and just if you pour your heart and soul into the relationship you have with your children, it's really likely to have its returns. Some men may feel that they are not naturally like what you mentioned, you know, you're not child-friendly. But over and over again, studies have shown that children benefit from both a mom and dad's involvement in bringing out their unique qualities right to the table. How have you grown in your role as a father since the birth of your first child? It's very interesting. I shared earlier about, you know, coming from that background where I, I was not child-friendly, didn't have much experience with young children and all that. And, uh, you know, very recently, after my daughter was born, we brought her to the pit. It tickles me quite a bit with this background that I shared. This scenario happened. We went to the pediatrician, right? We brought um, our children along. And I was handling my daughter. I think she was only a month plus, just less than two months old. I was the one handling my daughter and my wife was handling my son. I was placing her on the doctor's table and, and carrying her and soothing her. The pediatrician just looked at me and was like, 
wow, he's very good. <laughs> and I was pleasantly surprised, you know, with, I, with, with this kind of background that I have, that despite not having that much confidence before, I was able to come to this point. And to be really honest, before my son was born, before our first child was born, I went through a, a phase where I gained confidence over the years with children. And of course, any father will tell you, fatherhood is a different challenge from that. Uh, and yet I was able to reach this point. Before my son was born, coming back to that, my wife and I were very nervous. You really don't know what to expect. I spent a lot of time studying. You know? <laughs> I went for the prenatal. You know, I was very keen to be as involved as I could, to be as supportive as I could. To put it mildly, I studied very hard. You know? I took the courses very seriously, especially the part where it came to changing a diaper because I was very afraid of that. You know, I heard a lot of stories of baby boys. We really knew we were having a son. And a lot of stories of baby boys uh, you know, leaking as you change them. You know, so I was trying to practice you know, changing very quickly. I was taking very seriously. How, you know, I had the idea that babies were so fragile. You know, so I, I did my best to learn how to carry the doll. They give you a doll during the prenatal class. So I took that very seriously. I also watched a lot of videos, how to bathe your baby. I will still say that the leap into having your first kid, your first child, it is still challenging. But I think that preparation, that mindset that I wanted to be ready for this and putting in the work before that, it helped a lot. It helped a lot. It gave me that background. It was better to fumble with that knowledge than to fumble without that knowledge. You know, I already had some sort of 30 to 40% of that knowledge. And when I went into it, at least I wasn't so unprepared. Yes, I made a lot of mistakes, right? So I changed my son's diaper and then it would be lopsided and then he would leak. But my encouragement to dads out there is that persist persist in it you know these mistakes they help you to learn and after a while whether it's changing diapers bathing whether it's in that relationship with your son it will get you somewhere it will help you to build that relationship and today i i believe i enjoy a very strong relationship with my children because i persisted uh, through those challenges i'm a new dad my son is only six months old and whatever you're sharing you know it sounds so close to home because it's like these are things that i've actually been through myself you know i've been studying i've been learning before my son was born but you know, now that your son is getting older, right? He's a toddler, he's exploring the world and he's looking to you and wanting to learn more. How, how's your relationship been you know, ever since then? I hear you say that you have established that foundation. You are intentional, you are close. But what are some things that you want to share uh, in, in regards to growing together with your son? Thanks for the question, Aaron. A good question. I think many new dads will feel this a lot. So when your children are babies, they tend to be closer to mommy, right? And uh, there is a very good biological reason for that. But I would say, even with that challenge, persist through it, persist through the everyday things and through the relationship. For me, that challenge was very real. Because when I took Zachariah, when I take Esther, the difference between me and my wife uh, to the babies is very clear. They will pine a lot more. Uh, especially because my children, they are fully breastfed. They were nursed uh, all the way. It took a while for me to build that relationship with them. But persisting through it, uh, through the ups and downs, eventually I was able to connect with my son, especially as he got older. So once he got to the age of one plus when he weaned, uh, I was able to take him out. He was less reliant on nursing. He was really on solids. So that's actually the, the point where I was much more confident. It's still a big leap to bring your very young child out on your own. It is. I'm not going to deny that. But because they are much more independent, 
you are able to, in a sense, wing it. You prepare for the trip and you go out, you can wing it a lot better than if they were reliant on mummy. So that was actually my ticket. It was my big ticket to build deeper relationships with my kids, especially with Zachariah, my son. So I took him out. The period where the relationship between Zachariah and I was strengthened, especially when my wife was pregnant with my daughter, right? she was less mobile, uh, she had to go for medical appointments. So I would take Zachariah out uh, on trips. We would go to the park, we would go to uh, different places, go to the aquarium, and that's where we really have a lot of fun. So during these trips, we would talk about our surroundings, we would have activities together. And that's what really helped to grow and nurture the relationship. Yeah, and I hear you, you know, when you're having such a solid relationship at a younger age, when he grows up, when he becomes a teenager, you know, in the future, it would be easier for him to have conversations with you versus having someone maybe who's a bit more distant or not so engaged. I think a child will find it a bit more difficult to engage uh, their fathers. Could you share with our listeners, what are some things that you do to build that relationship with your son now? You, you mentioned going outdoors. Are there any things that you do at home, one-to-one with your children, with Zachariah, and, uh, with your daughter as well? What are the differences? I think fundamental in our relationships is the idea of playfulness, the idea of play. When I try to connect with my children, uh, I try to be... Whenever it's appropriate, I try to be playful. So with my son, I'll invent a lot of games that are very unique to him and Papa. I think playfulness is a really good tool right, to help connect with your child. Uh, it's a really good tool to break certain walls, especially when your children are going through difficult periods or going through challenges. So let's say they are going through growth spurts or leaps in their development and they are facing big feelings. Playfulness has always helped me to connect, to bond with them. So for example, if Zachariah had a very difficult time or he really doesn't want to eat at that point of time where we need him to finish his meals, there are times I'll come out with little games or little antics with him to sort of like to break down, to help him to overcome that challenge. I'll say things like, oh, okay, show me how a dinosaur eats, show me how a T-Rex eats. And then when we are playful with him, he's more open to listening to what you have to say. So play has always been something I use to bond with my son. Same with my daughter. I mentioned earlier, daddies have that challenge in soothing babies uh, as opposed to with mummies. But play was one of the key things that I had to soothe my daughter as well right so if she was crying and pining for mama i would find ways to play with her at the moment whether it's touching the mirror playing peekaboo with her reflection helping her to turn on the the light switch you know of course in a safe manner and surprisingly these simple things also build that relationship with my daughter my very young baby daughter to fellow daddies out there you could consider that even with baby And of course, with my older son, there are many more activities that we can do together. So one of the things my wife and I try to do is give him some uh, exposure to when we're in the kitchen. So he would join my wife uh, and be her little cooking assistant, for example. So she would give him more manageable tasks like cutting fruits with a safe knife, mashing or helping to do simple food preparation. Whereas he would actually, believe it or not, he would help me make coffee. So he would help me with the grinding, he would help me with the temping of coffee and so on. So that actually deepened the relationship a lot between us. For dads who are really busy and you know they may not have that kind of luxury of time in a sense with their children, is there any suggestions you may have for them to spend that time with their child? Is that five minutes or ten minutes a day? Thanks for that question, Aaron. I really feel that question a lot. 
When my wife and I were still both working full-time, we struggled with that a lot because that meant that we had to play Zachariah, our, our son. He was the only child at that point of time. We had to, it meant we had to place him in the care of others for extended periods. So your face time with him is only so much during the day. We struggle a lot with that. So one day I sat my wife down and I told her that different seasons of our journey, we have to approach things differently. Sometimes this is just a season that you have to go through. Both of us will have to work and our kids will have to be in childcare. So I told her that let's commit to this for whatever little time we have with him. We give it our 110%. I told her that you know, my commitment to my kids is that for whatever little time I have with them, I want them to walk away knowing that um, for whatever little time they spend with Papa, they will know that Papa loves them and cares for them very, very much. So that was the mindset I went in when interacting with Zachariah. So when I had whatever little pockets of time, five minutes, 10 minutes, half an hour, I would try my best to commit to it, be present, pay close attention to what he was doing, whether it was just the little, little things, little stories that he was trying to tell me, or little activities that he was doing. I would listen, I would read back what he was saying. I would put away my phone. Yeah, the temptation is to keep looking at your device. I think it's difficult, but I tried my best to be device-free during playtime so that I could really focus on my kids, my son. Wow, thank you, Gerald, for that nugget of truth in that sense uh, for how fathers can barely be committed, 110% even, that small pockets of time that they have. Thanks for taking time to share with us your journey and all these practical tips that you have. Before we go, do you have any parting words for the dads out there? Okay, so my encouragement to fellow daddies out there is that there's often that temptation to compare yourself with mommy. You will think that, oh, mommy is so on top of things. She always knows what's going on in the kids' lives. You know, she always plans ahead. You know, she has everything uh, planned out and in order. And that sometimes leaves you feeling very discouraged. But I want to encourage fathers out there, don't aim to be mommy. Don't aim to be another mommy. Just be yourself. Be committed to the children. Be committed to your wife as you are because there are unique things about you. Firstly, there is a unique role that fathers play in the family. In today's day and age, uh, the role of the man in the family is starting to blur a bit with the role of the woman. But even so, I would say from my experience that there is a unique touch that daddy brings to the parenting process. There is a stability when papa is in that role for the family. The stability of being the counsellor, the provider, being the listener in the family. He provides a different touch. And even after that, there is a unique role, there's a unique value that you bring to the table. So for myself, the unique role that I play is that I bring the gentleness, the gentle touch, the warm touch to the family. Uh, as opposed to my wife, who is more exciting. She brings bigger sense of adventure to the family. So already, right, I bring a unique role to the family. And at the end of the day, the kids want you. They want mama and papa. Even though my kids, they spend a lot of time with other caregivers, even though they spend a lot of time in school, they spend a lot of time with their grandparents, at the end of the day, they still look for papa. And the reason is, I believe, is because as what I shared earlier, you know, it's those pockets of time where you give your 100%, right? Where you really commit yourself to showing your kids how much you love them and how much you care for them. And I firmly believe the results will, will show even for you. Thank you, Gerald. I really agree with you that our roles may blur sometimes between what our wives are doing. But yet, at the same time, our child is looking to you as an individual, as a father, as you know, the head of the household in a sense, for the leadership, for the counsel. Thanks for 
taking time to be with us. To all our listeners, thank you for tuning in to this episode. We hope that you have benefited from today's conversation and now you feel more confident in growing your parenting skills together with your wife as a partner. To find out more parenting resources, do check out our website at family.org.sg or you can drop us an email at parent at at family.org.sg We hope that you can share this podcast with a friend or other parents who may benefit from this episode as well. Do keep tuning in to catch us on our next Parent Ed Podcast. Until next time, have a great week with your family. Music